0: If you don't want to me, then keep it clean, fellas. Trim those heads, you get the 20% off at Manscaped, plus free shipping with the promo code AFN at manscaped.com.
1: What's going on, people? What is going on as you are now tuning in to the heavy hitters? Let's get it. Wait a minute! Something ain't right here. Does Mike look very depressed over here? What's going on, people? What's going on, people? As you already know, these are your boys, the heavy hitters on a heavy hitter Wednesday. I am your host, Six Man K Style, aka the new camera in the building to the stage left we have a very depressed mic not bad Mike, but a very depressed mic you don't know what happened it just came out of nowhere but down at the low you got the minister Jude, Wars. as we already know division game number two this Sunday y'all didn't see what that, if y'all just now catching what we did, let me go ahead and put it right back up. So, before we get into that, we got three special words that we give to the people. It is the real roll call. In today's roll call, we got Terry Martin, Joseph Thornton, got Juan in the building, Big Ant, Bubba Gump, Arius, Pat Norris, Pamela Johnson, we got Michael Walker, the other Michael Walker, John Higgins, Raheem Deville, Black Peoples, Blackberry, King King, ATL Leo, OSE, St. 16, Bodie, Eric Matt, Kojak, Mantucket, Bobby Boy Zone 3, D. Coleman, D. Sloan, I could have say Blackberry, Nathan Floyd. Just gonna let y'all know, man. We about to cut this off. In three, two. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get right into it, man. Um, we have a we we might need to have a therapy session here, right, quick, because I see a very um Darth ish ass might over here today. What's going on, man? <sighs> um.
0: as you guys know um i get a lot of hate mail um i get a lot of people you know just saying crazy shit to me just basically you can only take so much a man can only take so much and um to kind of compound that you know to add to that a bit um The Falcons just, like, they, they don't get no love from nobody. Like, the national media, it's like, they all, don't matter we 4-0, 15 16 These guys just get no love. And, like, quite honestly, man, it can kind of weigh on your mental a bit. So, um. I made a decision that's going to affect everybody. And that decision is I'm giving up the channel, giving it up because i just i don't i don't see any light i just don't see any light i don't see any reason to keep doing it uh nobody believe in us and um like i said they always coming at me trying to say that you know mike why are you so positive why are you always doing you know positive content when we freaking suck and quite frankly i'm to the point where i'm just like yeah why am i doing this why am i doing this so yeah um i'm gonna give it up i'm giving it up but under one condition that graphic case now
1: put it back up yeah how many
0: people are right there one two
1: three
0: four five six seven eight nine Mm mm-hmm i'm giving it up if blown out. You have nobody that believes in the Atlanta Falcons. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Only one person believes in the Atlanta Falcons. So yeah, man, Mike is going to give up the channel. If they blow us out, if we absolutely lay a freaking egg against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, Mike is giving up the channel. I'm giving it up. Isaiah Oliver, Dion Jones, Deion Jones is out. We got Grady Jarrett. We got Marcus Mariota. We got Kyle Pitts. If they blow us out with this team that is currently 2-2, giving it up. I'm giving it up. I believe in my Falcons so much, I'm willing to tell you guys right now, if they blow us out, you will never see Mad Mike again. If they score 40 points, 50 points on this thing, I'm giving it up. Our boys are here to stay. All you haters, put up that damn graphic. One more game. One more game. (laughs) Nobody believes in that team. Everybody got 34, 28, 29, 30, 34, 30, 26, 31, 30. You see what I'm talking about? So if we get blown out by Tampa Bay, by 40 points, you, you right here, I'm telling you right now, you'll never see me again. That ain't happening. Our boys have turned the corner. This is a new team. This is a new era. And guess what? You better get on board right now or your ass going to get left behind. That's all I got to say about that.
1: Well, <laughs> Get the hat back on, so now we back back yeah, to that, yeah, exactly. that, that was that was y'all, a little little. little thought I, was gonna, I thought I was gonna leave for real,
0: y'all. Y'all thought it. Exactly. I thought y'all thought it. I exactly. thought I was gonna leave for real. Know, like, yeah, like, my yeah. mind
1: Come
0: on, baby. I know we
1: building it. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, Grant Grant, Jamal with the $10 super chat basically said Halloween approach, a man might already dressed up early like The Undertaker or J Rock. (laughs) Hey,
0: I put. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, man.
1: And, and <laughs> no, e Jones. Really, <laughs> and, and I, e I got Jones some
0: saying, people. I got
1: some people. I got some said, people on that. Said, me too. Not Mike, here, I'll buddy. give up my channel too. Man, please. <laughs> 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 Mike, if you gave up your channel, man, these, man, these folks be these, these folk, these looking for somebody. Hey, no. Ain't nobody out here, these folks really care about <laughs> Fred Butts here. Said we are winning with the two dollars super chat. Said we are winning Sunday thirty to twenty. <laughs> but. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, oh man! Hey, look! Hey, look! DeVon said, "You can't pull up the. I, I, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Hey, look! 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 Look!" Hey, look! I'm gonna tell everybody this before we get to the three keys, man. God damn! Hold on, my bad, y'all. Oh, <laughs> oh man! I had my my headphones had me looking like a pineapple for a second. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> oh. let me play one clip for y'all. Oh, man. One clip! Oh, gosh, one clip. You don't mind if I play one clip, do you?
2: Uh, as long as you don't get us
1: demonetized go ahead oh no 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 we good No, nah, now nah, we, we ain't putting no x video clips up here that they don't need to be seeing that
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh. Nah. Ooh, nah. No.
1: Nah. no 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 uh, y'all ready That's all that got to be said right there, man. Mm -hmm. That's all got to be said. What has been the main phrase of this channel and this group for the last two years?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Now we got the Atlanta Falcons page using it now.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. We got a uh, 199 super chat from Calvin to Said, even undisputed bypass is to talk about Brady. Oh mm-hmm. man, look! But let's go ahead and get right into it, man. We're gonna get into these three keys, man. As y'all already know, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As you've seen the graphic. Um, we are, we are officially a 8.5 underdog, which means I'm good with that. That's what I want. And we're going to let the minister bless us with his key to victory. The Atlanta Falcons. Ju. You take point, man. What you got for us?
2: You already know, man. Three keys to victory. <clears throat> the first key to victory. Win the turnover battle. Um, if you guys have been watching this Falcons team uh this season, I believe when I looked up the stats uh for this Falcons team, I believe we're top five in takeaways. If I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, But this team is taking that football away. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's huge for this Atlanta Falcons team. Um, If you guys looked at the last game, uh, the first uh, turnover in the game, uh, Hall, uh, excuse me, not Hall, but Hawkins uh, hits Njoku. Ball pops out. We get the ball on the short field. Cordell Patterson turns the corner, scores the first touchdown of the game. So, That's going to be my key to uh, to this game. You know you're not going to stop or shut down Tom Brady or the Bucs offense. Um, But if you can take the ball away, um, to me that's been the saving grace for this Atlanta Falcons team is win the turnover battles. When we don't turn it over and when we turn the other team over and put our team on a short field, give Marcus Mariota and that offense more uh, opportunities to score the ball. And because we know we're going to run the ball and we're a physical offense, you keep Tom Brady in that offense on the sideline, and you shorten the game. You give them less opportunities to possess the ball. You take away uh, that jogging out of an offense. Even though this year the Bucks have looked terrible on offense, so I don't know why the point spread is what it is. And that's kind of what Mike was alluding to. But I realize um, I believe in this game. If you win the turnover battle in this game, um, you look at pretty much all of the games that we played. We could easily be four and zero. Um, what's really held us back is losing the turnover battle or crucial turnovers in the red zone. Mark Mariota early in that Saints game when we could have took a a huge lead, fumbles in the red zone, trying to stretch out for a first down that he already had um, and just basically self-inflicted wounds in a lot of these games. So if we win the turnover battle in this game, I really think that we'll uh, beat the Buccaneers. Um, I do think, that other than the Buccaneers, I really think the Buccaneers are not taking this Falcons team lightly. I think the media is focusing in on this is Tom Brady, but I don't think that they're focusing in on what I always talk about with chemistry. I really think that that's what's hurting this Bucks team uh, more than the injuries is he's never played with Julio Jones. He's never played with Russell Gage and a lot of the guys that they have on that offense. it's a, He doesn't have guys that he's familiar with, like Gronk, like A.B. guys he's played with in the past. So I really think in this game the Falcons have a really good chance of taking the ball away, whether it's Grady Jarrett, who's been a man's amongst boys as far as he coming away with a strip sack, whether it's Richie Mm -hmm. Grant, Hawkins, one of these guys, D. Alford coming away with a pick, Uh, Hayward. uh, I believe A.J. Terrell haven't got a pick so far this year. So this could be the game where you see A.J. Terrell get a pick. I wouldn't be surprised because we know – Brady's going to try to force the ball to Evans. And if they match A.J. Terrell the way that they matched him up on Amari Cooper, I think you can see A.J. Terrell get his first pick of the season. But one thing that I like about this Falcons team is it's not one guy that you can focus in on. Like, they really don't have a guy that's really like the weak link in that secondary. That was one of the reasons I said going into the season, and we talked about it, that our secondary was going to be, um, you know, the best unit. If you look, it's spread out across the board. D. Alford has a pick. Richie Grant has a pick. Uh, Casey Hayward has a pick. So the only guy that hasn't gotten an interception uh, so far this season is A.J. Terrell. He had his hands on one in the end zone against the Rams when they tried to throw it to Cooper Cup. But it's not really somebody that you can really key in. And we know that Tom Brady, I always talk about it. He's going to look at that tape, turn on that Falcons film, go in the film room, and he's going to look for the weak link. And really, I think on our – defense. We know what the weak link is. It's the middle of the field with the linebackers. So I don't know if Isaiah Oliver is going to play, but I did a video right before the show and I talked about it. Isaiah Oliver could be the guy that you put in in those the middle of the field in those big nickel situations, dime situations, take one of those linebackers that can't cover off the field, drop down uh, Isaiah Oliver in the box and let him cover the tight ends, let him cover the running backs out of the backfield. So this could be one of those games where you could see something special, and you could see a wrinkle we haven't seen all season. So, I'm very excited about this game.
0: Who yeah, I say again?
2: Yeah, I said your boy Isaiah Oliver's back, man. If he if he plays in this game, oh, I can lick my chops, bro. <laughs> I don't know if that's what Dean <laughs> please guys up women his sleeve.
0: Michael concerts
2: they're going to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i, I, I mean, hope we see it
0: I mean, Oliver, man.
2: yeah Maybe. i hope we see it but that's pretty much my key is take the ball away if you take the ball away in this game i think we got a chance and the buccaneers have been turning it over and they've been sloppy all year so this falcons team what, what they say turnovers come in bunches and we've been seeing that the last couple games with the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, shout out to
1: Rakondo, man. He just did a live oh. before us. So y'all definitely make sure y'all go and recap over there. He gave us some great thought and insight as well, man. But kind of like you said about the turnover battle. Um, I'm just looking up some stuff right here. Um Y'all mind y'all don't mind if I y'all don't mind if I pull something up right quick, do you?
0: Oh, do your thing. Do
1: your thing. Okay, let let let's pull let's pull up a little something, something here, and it goes right into what you was talking about as far as the takeaways. So, Falcons literally are up there seventh in takeaways, with almost two a game. I didn't want to. Hold on. Let me, let me go ahead and zoom in on that for a second, y'all. My bad. All right. Did that look a little bit better? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Very interesting. But our turnover margin, but just like you said, our turnover margin is pretty bad, too. So it's really literally at the bottom of the league. I just, like I said, that's what I was doing. I was doing a little tinkering and looking at stuff. But, yeah, I definitely do agree with you. I ain't no if are saying buzz about it.
0: Mm-mm. It's been a while since we had that uh, no, the uh, defensive coordinator that preaches and it actually shows. Okay. <laughs> Dan Quinn preached it, but it didn't show. And those are the things we're talking about with um Dean DMP doesn't call defense just to be stopping the run or um, you know stopping the pass. He calls defense to help players make plays. That's why you see guys like Michael Walker, um, D Alford, uh, you know, AJ Terrell in certain situations, uh, when they decide they want to throw to him uh, without running picks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm talking about you. ain't. y'all ran picks all damn game, uh, all four quarter. The pick on them because uh, Mister, um, I'm hurt again. Uh, Mike Thomas, you know he can't create separation. So those are the things I'm talking about. What what DNP that he brings to this team is that it's like he preaches turnovers, and you're actually seeing these
1: guys get turnovers, man. Hey man, that, that like you said, hey, <laughs> for folks, ain't shit, Bro, <laughs> <laughs> right, people say, K Styles, get the graphics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I oh, definitely appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Jamal came with another one too, said, uh, Rashad Evans got to pick off Mark Ingram as well. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. So they are getting the turnovers, but it's kind of like with the Detroit Lions, like they lead the league in scoring per game with 35. Mm-hmm. But they've allowed 36 points per game. <laughs> <laughs> right. right.
2: First and scoring is <laughs> last and getting scored on. So. <laughs> right. So. Boy, 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 boy. I'm glad that's
1: not a. So, yeah, so pretty much what we're saying is, like, the turnovers are momentum. Those are momentum shifting plays. And it's not only just turnovers, but getting turnovers and capitalizing on them. That's where we have to be at. Um, Hello. 90 Babase says... Matt Marcus has beaten Brady twice with bad receivers and a bad o line and definitely shout out the lyrics mom who gave us the graphic, so y'all get y'all um she she's she's on the this, she, she she's on the Stacy keebler side of the game with that graphic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but definitely appreciate that man so so yeah, we all we all in agreement that will you be like Atlanta Falcons get the ball <laughs> 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 get uh, the get damn, damn ball. get the damn ball protect the damn ball. Hey man! Hey, shout out to the shout out to the lady, the the the, the ladies in here, the fountain, female falcon. in here. Absolutely, yeah. Asia in the building, Bridget, Lyrics, Mom. let make sure y'all throw some flowers in for the ladies, man. Mm-hmm. This is what we do right here? This is what we do over here, man. Um, so I'm gonna go next with mine. Oh man, we got a ten dollar super chat from Delilah. She said just supporting the channel. We man, definitely thank you, appreciate, appreciate it. you. And like I said, if you want some gaming, if you want to see some female gamers, you go check her channel out too. So Please. definitely shouts out. Yeah. Yeah. Give flowers to the ladybirds. Not not the ladybirds. We're gonna call them the queen, the, 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 the queen falcons. We're gonna give them to them. So one day, some of y'all, one of these day, y'all ass is gonna get on here with one of us and talk about. something. <laughs> right. So, yeah. right. So, yeah, yeah. Y'all better be prepared. Okay, so I'm gonna give my take next. No, nah, you know what? No, nah. Mike, we're gonna let you get your take next because we're gonna. I think your take is actually gonna set up to what we talk about. So, my, yo, key to victory. Uh,
0: well, my key to victory um, is basically, um, this is how we do. This is how we do. This is how we do.
1: This is this how, how we do. do. <laughs> With a man the move, and I'm up in the club. This is <laughs> how <laughs> we do. That's
0: exactly <laughs> it, all right? <laughs> I knew he was getting to go catch <laughs> So basically, this is how we do is we're talking about our secondary. Um Hopefully if everything comes um goes the way that I expect <laughs> the way that I expect with Isaiah Oliver. Um I think we're gonna see really how this secondary gets down because we got a lot of playmakers on this team right now and we about to show the world this is how we do it. Short uh Contain that short passing game with Isaiah Oliver over the middle because a lot of our passes um, that quarterbacks have been uh, completing has been over the middle, and that's something that we know that Isaiah Oliver is an extension of a safety. He's actually played safety in the preseason, um, free safety, strong safety, a little bit more strong safety than free safety, but we know that he can sh- uh, shut down. One particular area for me, uh, area that has been problematic this season, is the left side of the defense, the right side of the offense, um, in that area, where teams just consistently um, go at a guy like Rashawn Evans and, uh, in certain situations, Michael Walker. But that area that I've seen thus far this season, Is something that I think you put Isaiah Oliver uh, in that position where he's taking care of that spot. Again, the left side of the defense, the right side of offense, that, that same route. Uh, I know Isaiah Oliver is a tall guy and Tom Brady is already struggling right now. with a shoulder injury. Um, um, What is being the rumors are it's a rotator cuff. So I don't know how, the extent of the damage to his shoulder, but we do know that is an issue. Uh, also, fingers—that's um, going to be something to keep an eye on. And I think the Atlanta Falcons, um, if Tom Brady doesn't have a lot on that, pa- a lot on his passes, man, it's going to be a long day for the Bucks, man, because we've seen their wide receivers. Julio Jones is a shell of himself. Um, I actually don't like to see that um, because I really do think he's one of the greatest receivers of all time. And I, I don't like to see legends, you know, like not themselves. It's just, it just, it doesn't sit well with me, um, but Julio Jones and Shelly himself, uh, Mike, Tom, uh, Mike Evans, excuse me, is, um, I think he's a little bit, like if he was, am I wrong for thinking this? But Mike Evans seems a little bit temperamental this year. A little bit more temperamental. I don't know what's that about. Chris Godwin can't stay healthy. Obviously, we had Cole Beasley just come out of nowhere and say, "Well, I'm playing with Tom Brady, but I quit. I'm going home to you know <laughs> watch my babies and be with my wife." So they got some problems there. So I will the set the on uh, the short passing game uh, Falcons if they want to win. I don't think they have enough to um uh, beat the Falcons um deep. So contain the short passing game with our uh, inside linebackers as well as our slot corners D. Alfred and Isaiah Oliver. But I think for for the most part Isaiah Oliver will be on the pitch count. Um, so we'll see how they go. But containing the short passing game for the Atlanta Falcons is absolutely paramount.
1: <laughs> oh, Mike, let's just be real. That's all Tampa Bay. That's all Tom Brady does anyway. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But the thing is, like you said, it's not so you got to contain it. Um, Like I said, so do you expect to see? So, Jude, this will be my question for you as far as what Mike is saying. So do you expect the Falcons – to play a little bit more, hmm, bad coverage, kind of physical, try to disrupt the timing of those short passes, give I the think, pass rushers an opportunity to try to get to the quarterback?
2: I think in this game you have to mix up your coverages. To be honest, you can't give Tom Brady – um The same dose of anything. Like you can't continue to run man, press man. You got to mix it up with Tom Brady. You got to heat him up in this game, meaning bring the blitz on certain plays. And that's why I think having a guy like Isaiah Oliver is important, or even the guys that we've had that's been playing. We know Isaiah Oliver's a great tackler, great at blitzing and coming off the edge. But I think in this game, you got to send blitzes, you know, from everywhere because one thing that I noticed about Tom Brady in this Bucks offense, he doesn't trust these guys yet. He doesn't trust Russell Gage. These are not your, you know, Rob Gronkowski. These are not the guys that he's played with. And he, you know, he trusts the West Walkers. And we keep talking about it. Chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. He doesn't have the chemistry with these guys. That's why you're seeing interceptions. You're seeing him throw the ball behind people. You're seeing him overthrow people because he doesn't have the chemistry with these guys. We keep harping on Marcus Mariota, and and Mike always keeps saying that he's been saying it since week one. This is a whole new team. It's the same thing with the Buccaneers. This is not the Buccaneers team that won that Super Bowl two years ago. A lot of these guys he's not familiar with. Cole Beasley, he wasn't familiar with him. He was thrown in. Russell Gage, he's not familiar, uh, familiar with him. So I think in this game, as far as the Falcons, I say mix your coverages up. Don't give them a steady dose of nothing. And that's why I think was the best thing we did in that last game was you have to make adjustments. You have to make adjustments in the NFL. That's what we've seen in the last game with the Caleb Huntley getting in the game in the second half. You got to mix mm. it up because these guys are too smart. You have those tablets on the sideline for a reason. And these offensive of minds and defensive minds are too smart. They're going to make adjustments throughout the game. So this coaching staff, to me, the biggest difference I see from this regime into the last regime is that they make halftime adjustments they make adjustments on the fly i think that's the biggest adjustment that i've seen with our coaching staff and it's working they're not afraid to bench a player they're not afla- afraid to throw in a guy that hasn't played the whole game we've seen nick lamb and all of a sudden is out there on the field you see troy anderson all of a sudden is in on a certain package that throws the opponent off because they're like okay what is he coming in the game to do you see what i'm saying so i think that that's huge in this game that you mix it up don't do all man Don't run just a zone. You got to keep mixing it up because Tom Brady is a guy. He's been in the league too long. He's seen every different coverage. So if you just say, well, we're going to just run man the whole game, eventually he's going to figure it out. But if you keep mixing it up, don't give him a steady diet of nothing. So he ain't going to know what's coming. Keep him on his toes. Keep that offensive line because we've heard DMP say also with those blitz packages, he's like, it's not really about the quarterback. It's about the offensive line. Do they know who to pick up? you know, in the blitz, who to drop off, who to double team, who to, and that's when you can, you know, throw them off. And I think with the Bucks, we know their offensive line is, you know, right now is really banged up. So the only guy that I really believe in on the offensive line is Tristan Wurst. Other than that, they center, you know, Jensen got hurt for the year. I think their two guards are new. So they got a lot of young guys on the offensive line and, if, you know, guys that are not familiar, you know, with each other. So because they're kind of Right now, they're struggling to try to find their niche, and they're struggling to jail. I think we'll be able to take advantage of that as well because, we, like I said, we've seen this defensive line, Taequann Graham. I don't know if you guys got to see that that breakdown with Baldy with Taquan Graham. Ooh, yeah. These guys, y'all got to check it out, man. This defensive line is looking yeah, good.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll upload that. I'll upload that for them tonight. I'll, I'll make sure
1: they get that. But I got a question, though. When the hell did Cole Beasley sign with the Buccaneers? Because I was I was shocked. Like, Wait a huh? <laughs> he only played yeah, one game, high. bro. He yeah. only played it one was game two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, he got cut two uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they signed. And they picked him up, <laughs> but it was quick.
1: <laughs> boy, that was one of those
2: side chick signings right there. Boy, <laughs> we were like, oh, anybody, don't let him know. Yeah, he played one game, yeah, right? and you know how they joked us about. Uh, Goldman retirement. The Saints was getting on. That yeah, uh, it the happens, Goldman it? retired. This man played mm-hmm. one game with the Bucks and said, "I had enough of that."
1: Uh, I saw. Look, I saw. That, <laughs> I saw. That, I saw that, like Cole Beasley retired from the Buccaneers. I'm like, no, f-
2: did he get the Tampa?
0: Bay?
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> they, they it, and they threw in the little thing at his he wants to be a father. And a husband ooh. to his family. I'm like, Damn. I was like, wow, <laughs> y'all, petty. <laughs> that, 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 that's cool, man. Y'all is petty. <laughs> but, um, my man, my man, i all just see everybody talk about Cole They just threw me all out of whack. Like, <laughs> is that, mm-hmm. is that? but, um, yeah, like you said, with Taequan Graham, and definitely going off of that body breakdown stuff too this is a definitely a perfect game for Abdullah anderson to take over because what this time what is tom brady's number one weakness when mm-hmm. he's on the field he does
0: not like inside pressure
1: yeah at all booyah booyah he don't like pressure in his face Just make sure you wear some um, some divorce paper mask and and rush the pass up the middle. (laughs)
0: I'm
1: I'm I'm not doing this with y'all. Just get a bunch of get Xerox a bunch of copy of divorce paper documents and put them on your face mask and just rush the pass. Oh my god. (laughs) Mm
0: -mm.
1: (laughs) Oh my god oh I'm sorry y'all I, I I had to do it I, I had to yeah. do it, I had to but yeah like <laughs> I'm looking at this comment right here uh, B post said I bet Brady left the shit ton of text and voice messages for Gromp begging his ass to come back <laughs> <laughs>
0: he might have just beat up his everybody else too.
1: exactly but I mean Last week's game for him was kind of a telltale sign because the Buccaneers against Kansas City had 376 total yards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 373 of those yards was in the air. That's why his shoulder jacked up. That motherfucker threw almost <laughs> 60 passes. <laughs> hmm Oh, yeah. But
0: that, that, O-line is, that O-line is jacked up, man. I, I just don't see how they'll be able to consistently um, hold back the Atlanta Falcons because one thing, too, that the Atlanta Falcons have been doing, yeah, they give up a ton of uh, – I don't even think they give up a ton of passing yards. I think the issue with the Falcons um, playing both Jacoby Bissett and uh, Geno Smith is that it's a high uh, – volume of short passes that mm-hmm. tend to um uh, get completed by the Atlanta Fire, but that's the design of d p defense he doesn't give up a lot of deep passes the defenses don't give up a lot of um so it, it can play it could actually play into the atlanta falcons hand because it's something that dmp wants to do that's the design of his defense to give up short passes he does not want this guy to give up big plays they want to make big players. So tackling, I think one thing to keep an eye on for the Atlanta Falcons is that I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to have a, a, a successful time sending a lot of their wide receivers to the sideline with a lot of big hits. But they already; those guys are already jacked up, and I just don't think of a consistent, you know, amount of times, especially doing this, doing the game. You those hits pile up, especially with a defense like the Atlanta Falcons. Those guys like to run, and they like to hit. You know, guys like Jalen Hawkins. That dude, he he likes to hit people. Jalen Hawkins like to hit people but Evans likes to hit people. T-1000 likes to hit people. Richie Grant, those guys like to hit people. We already know Grady Jerry is an animal. Abdullah Anderson has been playing out of his mind right now. Take one ground is becoming the guy that I I thought we all hoped uh, he would, and he's playing out of his mind right now. So those short passes are going to play right into our hands. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, wide receivers – and running backs going in and out of the game, and they're going to be rotating the hell out of their wide receivers in this game, man. And the Files are going to run, and they're going to hit, and they're going to gang tackle. And we got one of our best tacklers uh, possibly coming and suiting up, coming back, and Isaiah Oliver. So it's going to be interesting to see how that match up.
1: And I'm glad you said that because that's going to lead to the final key of the night, which is my key to victory tonight. Oh, okay. And my key is be like three, six mafia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I already know. <laughs> I think I know. you I want
1: to see. I want to see if the people get the reference. I want to see what, what, what I want to see what the people think and what I'm thinking when I say be like three, six mafia in this game. All I,
0: I like hear is one song in my head. I like, I, I just want to see where it goes. <laughs> I want to see where it goes. <laughs> That's the only song that is.
1: <laughs> Come on, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to get to it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think everybody got it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, I see the couple of man. Oh my basically, god. I really... <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not that type to on. get involved in long relationship. Take it, Tristan. <laughs> I guess I'm sorry. I'm not on. Nah, but we ain't serenading. That, that that's ass. Not that we, one. we gonna <laughs> hit a motherfucker. That's what you got to do. Hit a mother. Exactly. You had you or, or or tear the club up. Well you got mm-hmm. tear the club up. You got hit a mother. We run this. Like you said. What it all boils down to is you have to assert dominance on both sides of the ball. Do I need to play the clip one more time? Let's play the clip one more time. Hey, well, what you got? You got to do it right, Mike. Uh. <laughs> Oh K. Styles, get, <laughs> get the graphics. Get the graphics. <laughs> hey. That mindset, right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I said, you got these. You, you got the, these. These old ass receivers. Mike, you just said it. You got guys that want to hit people. What's the one thing Julio Jones don't like to don't like happen to him? He don't want to get hit. Not mm-hmm. at this stage of his career. Glenn Fournette looked like he damn sure don't want to get hit because he only ran the ball three times. You know him? <laughs> like you said, Mike Evans don't want to get hit. Hell, if you go on the offensive line, you think Shaq Barrett don't want to get hit. Devin White don't want to get hit. Levante David does not want to get hit. This is essentially a another one of those um run the damn ball games. Show, show this media that, yeah, that the Falcons, these Falcons, are not scared of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way to do it. Tampa Bay is a finesse team. How do you counter finesse? As Falcons fans, we know how you counter damn finesse. We've been finesse for so damn long. How the hell teams counter that? Mm-hmm. Man, I ask y'all. I'm gonna ask both of y'all. How did teams counter the Falcons' finessing ways
2: for years? Muck the game up, as I always say. If you don't got the if you ain't not as talented, what did the Detroit Pistons do to Michael Jordan? Beat him up, knock them out the head neck. don't let them take flight. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> go get their hey, ass. do whatever Somebody it
1: takes. Somebody going get their <laughs> ass
2: it, it, Bring them intimidate up. them exactly yeah, intimidate them so I, I agree with you uh okay like in this game like being physical that's why i said this falcons team could be any team in the league when you play that physical brand of football like when you're gonna run it regardless and it's funny that we keep saying like run the ball like that's gonna be a, in the three keys every single week because that's the identity of this team now like the dirty birds are back like this is that 98 Physical, grind it mm-hmm. out. Like we just beat the, the Browns, who they've been known for like doing that. I said this last year when we played against the 49ers. They're another team. What y'all seen Monday? What is that? Monday night when they beat up on the Rams. Mm-hmm. We seen what mm-hmm. happens when Ness goes up against physical. In football, usually the team that's more physical is gonna win. And we seen the basically the defending champs got beat up, like the, the, the uh 49ers and the 49ers and the Falcons you know we pretty much had the same blueprint run the Mm -hmm. ball be physical in the trenches and you know in football that's what wins games controlling the the line of scrimmage
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) they still doing these three six Bobby songs we used to be talking about we ride a split they don't stop (laughs) (laughs) you just start something in the chat. Hey man, brush shoot. man. That's how we do. I gotta stay fly till I die. I don't want to say. Oh, look, look. I don't want to say the other song titles that I had in my head. We can't going to get my Nah, but yeah, man. We got like, like, and. Jewel, I don't know if you was on the show. No, you, you wasn't on the show when we talked about this, too. And I and I want to go ahead and reiterate this. If you look closely at this Atlanta Falcons rushing attack, does it kind of remind you of Greg Knapp's rushing attack from the early 2000s? Just a little bit.
2: Yeah, I was I wasn't on the show, but I was watching the show. Y'all was talking about it. Yeah, it, does. it yeah. does. Yeah, because I saw a lot
1: of I saw a lot of zone one cut and go running plays right there. And I like this is back at the Michael Vick era of days that a lot of us wanted. This was the running mm-hmm. attack we getting it back baby which means mm-hmm. and, and and i'm mad the atlanta falcons didn't give us no credit on this but i'm gonna say this again run the damn bomb. they just can't say it like us
2: so but yeah just to add on what you were saying Kay. Also, if you guys go look at some film of the 49ers with Jim Harbaugh and Colin Kaepernick, they ran a lot of pistol sets as well, and they ran a lot of double tight end, three tight end sets, and it looks a lot familiar to our offense. You got Frank Gore running that thing in the backfield. You got Vernon Davis. We remember 20 – well, I think it was 2012 (laughs) NFC Championship game. I don't want to remind you guys of – you know, but Vernon Davis – Kyle Pitts and Vernon Davis are really similar in their play style. Both Mm -hmm. vertical, can get vertical, very good tight ends, great running attack, a quarterback that can run the ball. It looks a lot similar to Greg Knapp and also that Jim Harbaugh style offense where you had all of those tight ends and it was a physical game. And we seen that team get to the Super Bowl. So Mm -hmm. this Falcons team, man, like I said, I love this offense it's it's the throwback offense like you said the dvd days it's a throwback but when you're running that ball for 200 plus yards a game it's tough to stop and at the in the fourth quarter you don't want to tackle at that point you don't want to come <laughs> up and make that tackle, of boy yeah, I mean, I mean, getting was, hit all game 225 pound running backs coming at you this is why i
1: said this is why i said I i i i, I the new name for this offense is the butterhead offense <laughs> 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 hey, 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 hashtag butterhead offense. <laughs> I know ain't nobody else calling this that K, offense.
0: K, K style, tell them what you mean by that. Cause they probably like, what the hell is K-Style talking about?
1: Well, why we call it the yeah. butterhead offense is it ain't the prettiest thing in the world. It's a bad motherfucker at the same time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which means, which means, <laughs> as long as it's effective, as long as it does what it needs to do to keep a thing floating, mm-hmm. we good. It ain't gotta be no three, four hundred yard passing games. We ain't got to be having those games where we throw the ball for 350 yards and run the ball for 50 yards. Hey, man, I'm loving it. I feel like a little kid again. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the hair says she a foe but she soft <laughs>
0: Man Y'all are wild man. Let me look look. Y'all know I get irritated a lot. Just just a little bit. Just a little bit irritated. But can you get the ding-a-ling out your mouth, man? Can you get Marcus Mariota dingling out your mouth? I'm I'm so sick of everybody talking. Why are y'all so obsessed with this man? We're two and two. Why are you so obsessed? Everybody knew that he wasn't that great to begin with. So why are you expecting? And why, if Marcus Mariota played better, if he played better, if he played. Look, he's never going to be Matt Ryan. He's never going to be Tom Brady. He's never going to be Drew Brees. He's never going to be Ben Roethlisberger. He's never going to be all any of those guys. So why are your expectations? This is why you build teams. This is why you got guys like Kyle Pitts on your team. This is why you got running backs like Tyler all year. Uh, Cordero Patterson, you put a a, a plethora of receivers around him. Um, Drake London, this is why you put weapons around him so he doesn't have to do everything, all right? Mm -hmm. Stop. This is why you build defense. This is why you give guys like um, Grady Jarrett extensions so he can cover up for what he doesn't do. This offense is designed to run the damn bow okay, and chew up the clock so the defense can come on the field and close it out for them. So Marcus Mariota doesn't have to be perfect. We we praise teams like the Baltimore Ravens defense, the uh, the team. This is the exact same build. Let me repeat that.
2: Say that again.
0: The Baltimore Ravens team is the exact same build. The 3-4, they ran the ball. And all they did was just, all right, hand the ball out to Jamal. Pass the ball to um, the tight end, Shannon Sharp. Every once in a while, a wide receiver would get a big play. But they would chew up the clock, play defense, and they would win game 10-3, 17-3, 17-21-10. You praise them, but on the one hand, the Falcons, we don't want to give those accolades and that praise to this team. Why? Why? Why K-Styles? Why why do you I, I'm I'm still trying to figure out that we praise See, a great feel- defense all the time, but we doing the same thing and we look down upon.
1: See, I think what it comes down to is because we're in a day and age where the quarterback is kind of like the apex of what you look at a team. As, as what you look for in a team is you look at the quarterback and then everybody else kind of doesn't matter well I won't say doesn't matter but the hype is with the quarterback and it's like oh if your quarterback is up here elite numbers doing all this stuff then now your team looks good now the like I said the focus is going to be on the quarterback see this is my thing ESPN, Fox Sports 1, AJC, Falcoholic. y'all can shut that shit up now. Mm -mm. Y'all got to keep that same energy we've been hearing for since March. I don't want to hear nothing about no praise. or This team could be a surprise team. I done heard this team was the worst roster in football for seven months. Not okay. They may not be contending, but there is a possibility that they can surprise people. No, we've literally, we've literally seen these programs and these platforms literally come out with a twenty twenty three mock draft before the damn season even started. Hmm. I had to go through three. I I had to go through. Since the end of the twenty twenty two draft, I literally had to go to Bleacher Report and all online talking about a mock twenty twenty three draft. So all you goofies can shut that shit down. You know what? I'm gonna put the damn graphic back up just just just, just because. Let's, let's, let's put that. Shit. I'm put. I'm put the graphic one more time. <laughs> you see this? Look at it again. Oh yeah, AJC too. Y'all can kiss my ass too. But <laughs> this is the stuff that we look that we look at that we have to look at on a daily basis as Falcon fans. When your own sports media doesn't even support your own team. Th- this is where we come in at. We give y'all that that little glamour of hope. But let me tell you something right now. And Mike said it before. He said it earlier. He said. Y'all better hop on the bandwagon now before before it gets too the Now nah, that shit closed once the season started. <laughs> you better get some damn binoculars. So, when we start when we see stuff like this, yeah, cuz I remember it was like Good Morning Football America talking about I love this Falcon team. I think this is the first time we could say that we love this Falcon team. I love the grit and grind, and <laughs> I love the attitude, and they could be the Cincinnati Bengals of last year. I'm, like, I'm like, you motherfuckers went on a whole contingent about the Falcons being 2-15 for the whole offseason. The team hasn't changed, but let me tell y'all something: what has changed? The perception of the Falcons, the fact that they' not as finesse as what they expected them to be. Hmm. So, if anybody tell y'all anything. This is this is the most fun I done seen the Falcons football team in a good little while. Because you know why? Because nobody believes in us. Nobody want to give us a chance. Guess what? That's how you fucking build. That's how you build success down the line. You build the fucking team from the ground up. You build the foundation, which is your trenches. That's what they build building on. You run the football. Keep the same energy. We going
2: to keep our same energy. Go ahead, y'all. What y'all got? I'll say this. I think that... Um... Teams and the media, they're starting to take notice of this team. Like I talked about in this last game, I really think that this um, that game against the Browns really opened up a lot of eyes for a lot of people. Um, I happen to be in the State of the Saints, uh, TJ Jones. Y'all know that's one of my guys. He's a Saints uh, fan. And I happened to be in his show uh, the other day, and he actually stated that he think the Falcons might win this division. I was like, oh, he did now. Oh, he he, he he did. He did. Y'all might have to go run the tape back. I think it was like a couple days ago. I just happened to pop into a show. And, of course, he drove all the Saints fans crazy. But he was like, looking at this Falcons team, I don't know if y'all watching. I hate to say it. I think the Falcons could win this division. He said, I think that they the most uh, well-coached team in the division. And this is what we've been trying to preach to our fans. I said Ooh, we, try him, yeah, we try to tell him. Yeah, we try to tell them about uh because Dennis he's... Allen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we we talked about hey. it uh prior to him uh going on the show with AFN when we played the Saints. We said Dennis Allen's I'm not okay, so you know I'm not he's... Sean Payton. And in what? this this instance, I think that's what it is. A lot of people are starting to realize like man, what the Falcons are doing is impressive. They found a winning formula, and you can tell when a team is disciplined. I don't know if you guys, you know, have been paying attention even to just the small intricate details we talk about in regards to penalties. I don't remember how many penalties we had uh, in this last game, but I know it hasn't been a lot of penalties. When I've been watching, we've cleaned a lot of that up, and that's coaching. Not getting penalties, um, another thing that I think is going to be big in this game, and that's why you guys got to check out uh, the graphic or the video breakdown that Baldy did of Taquan Graham. Mm-hmm. He showed um, during those screen passes how Taquan Graham was smart enough to not take the bait. He was rushing the passer, and all of a sudden it looked like Brissett wanted to uh, dump the ball off to the running back, and he just ran right over there to Nick Chubb like – I'm taking this away, eliminated, and made him have to scramble with the ball. That's coaching, and that's we always talked about having those smart players. Dean Ps always talks about not just having athletes, but guys that are smart and understand situational football. If you guys go and check out that Taquan Graham breakdown that uh that Baldy did, it was great on just showing how well coached this team is. I mean. I was just like, man, and that's something in this game. We know that Leonard Fournette loves to get out and Tom Brady loves to get the ball out of his hands quick on those screen passes, and they was all over it on Sunday. Like, we were not giving up nothing in the screen game to either uh, Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. So I really think that a lot of people are starting to take notice. Like, man, this team is is special, and I don't think a lot of people are really talking about this is going to be a playoff atmosphere-type game Sunday because – We win this game, we take first place in the division. I don't think a lot of people are realizing that. Of course, Falcons fans may know. But we can take hold of this division and be number one in the division if we win this game. And also in this game, we've never beat Tom Brady, which I thought was something that's huge. But this is the year I think that the Falcons overthrow Tom Brady and finally knock him off. So he came out of retirement just to get beat. And blemish his record. So I really think this is a, a huge game. Like the Falcons got this this game circled. A lot of people think like uh, they're not they don't really care. Those players deep down they care, man. Like they might be telling you as Mike has told you guys, Arthur Smith be lying to the media. They got bulletin board material. Trust me, they're coming into this game and they're gonna take this personal because we remember last season when we played the Buccaneers, how they blitzed Matt Ryan like crazy in that first game. To the point mm-hmm. where they got like two batted balls, two pick sixes in a row, and they kind of embarrassed us late in that game. Trust me, these players that's on this on this team they took that personal, and they're gonna show it on Sunday. And this team is gritty, so we are gonna definitely this gonna be like a playoff atmosphere type game on Sunday.
1: And let me get this five dollar super chat out the way from myron Jackson said five dollars said smash my football time of possession where's our defenses Arthur Smith stated that he had a great plan and did not show this in preseason now I was saying preseason is pretty much vanilla play calling anyway it's just okay we're just gonna give you the basic plays just like a membership you got basic you got silver then you got gold you get the minimum but if you pay top dollar you gonna get everything and this game I don't want to hear anything about Tom Brady's divorces and everybody being hurt and all that Falcons still the worst, worst roster in football this is what we've heard all off season. Like I said before, the roster hasn't changed at all. There ain't no difference here. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, these boys is listening, and they plan to prove y'all wrong. I see they talking about TJ, they talk about the Saint Podcast. Yeah, that dude tried to clown us over. There. He tried to he tried to clown the AFN crew over there, man. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, need, he need to keep that same energy, bro, because he said there was going to be a 400-yard passing offense and mm-hmm. that Pete Carmichael was going to make them better <laughs> than what Drew Brees would. Not, like, get the fuck out of here.
0: My, you know what? My, 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 my thing is that, like I said, I, like everybody get things wrong, but be man enough to come out and say you apologize and don't go in and and try to go out of your way to make us look bad, and mm-hmm. that, that's that's why I have a major problem because y- y'all know how I can get down. I- I'll make sure that everybody in the whole world knows TJ for the wrong reasons, okay? But we better than that. Um, but I'll say this: the major issue that I had with that is be be real, be be truthful, be truthful in your takes. You know what I'm saying? Be truthful in your are and one take that I thought he was just being completely asinine with, and um, I'll say this to his face, all right? Ain't no fucking way in hell, all right? Excuse my language, but w- ain't no way in hell, hell that Dennis Allen was going to make y'all a Super Bowl contender and, uh, uh, and y'all wasn't going to miss Sean Payton as disrespectful as hell. How can you be a Saints fan and say that you will not miss Sean Payton, one of the greatest coaches to ever coach the damn game? You're going to say Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael. Whoever the hell that is, I, I got to get my d Brown on. I can't, <laughs> y'all, y'all pissing me off with that crap. Some damn Pete Carmichael, y'all gonna <laughs> four hundred yards again? You can't even protect the damn quarterback. up talking about some four hundred yards a game. Every offense alignment is hurt, injured. Everybody got broken bones in their back and broken toes and ankles and ACLs. But you talking about y'all gonna pull up four hundred yards, man? Kiss. Man, hell no. Nah. Don't look. If I, if I was in control of them uh, YouTube, I would go and mute the hell out of it. Every time he say anything about the Atlanta Falcons, you don't deserve to say anything positive about the Atlanta Falcons after that goofy shit you said. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever say anything positive about the Atlanta Falcons again after you disrespect the great Sean Payton. Yeah, I said Sean Payton is great because he is great some damn Pete Carmichael was going to make y'all a 400 yards a game
1: <laughs> <laughs> But, 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 look, look, but you, but you, what, what do we always say over here? You can have great players, but if you ain't got great coaching,
2: what does that's it really it. matter?
0: That's bro, that's it.
2: What I think was Randy Moss' quote, mm-hmm. great players can't overcome bad coaching. Mm-hmm. And Man, one thing man. I can say, and I agree with you, uh, Kay, when you say keep that same energy. But I'm related to uh, to TJ, and when it comes to this, when you're wrong, you're wrong, and you got you have the right to change your mind. And one thing I can respect about him, especially being a Saints fan, because I know it hurt him to say it. When you see different. I, as I always tell people, use your eyes. I use the eye test. It's these when they in your
0: ass, kid. You ain't got
2: it. There <laughs> yeah, you go. Use your eyes. <laughs> we, we, we told them in week one. We said they the Saints knew they shouldn't have won that game in week one, and they haven't won I a mean, game since. We told them, they lost to the Panthers, oh my, the Vikings. Oh My God. Yeah, we uh, they lost oh to Baker Lord. Mayfield. Yeah, we to, uh, we told them. Baker, y'all told them then the that yeah, 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 Baker yeah. Mayfield. Y'all told them then that. The Saints were struggling, and we told them that, like, as Mike said, the great Sean Payton, Sean Payton's don't grow on trees, great coaching don't grow on trees. We said that then, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, one thing I can respect, uh, TJ for is like I said, I've been, I had a whole bunch of takes. You guys know, I love me some Dante Fowler. He didn't get it done when he was here.
0: Ooh, Lord, period. My big takes, boy. Good God. Yeah, I mean you gotta at some somebody. point
2: you gotta face the music. <laughs> some of us were saying Isaiah Oliver. Now we all singing his praises, but let's be real. Everybody was calling Isaiah Oliver a bust at one point. Let's mm-hmm. be real. Mike was the only one backing on Everybody else, including me, was like, <laughs> Isaiah Oliver is a bust. Isaiah Oliver, he he can't fit this scheme. He need to be on another team. So At the end of the day, uh, when you see when you know better, you do better. So at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, I didn't you know I didn't come to take a shot at TJ. All I'm saying is at least he even taken note that you ain't (laughs) I know I know you take a shot, Spike, but I didn't come to take a shot. I'm just saying even he realized, and that's the enemy. We know the ain't gonna never say nothing positive. Usually about, oh, the man. Man. <laughs> so this is one of the biggest YouTube. Oh man, oh man, they
1: fan, they boy, they fan base is lashing out at every goddamn. It. <laughs> oh, right <laughs> yeah, man, so oh my god, oh, but but yeah, like I said, that is what it is on that one. But like I said, I'm not taking my foot off the fire when it comes to these media folks, boy, because y'all asses ain't, oh, ain't no goddamn. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they don't got yeah. no excuse. We coming exactly. for their net, <laughs> exactly. And
1: and, and, so, and Bridget said earlier about Aaron free Aaron Freeman. Oh, and then then I had to I I I had to hit somebody up on this thing too. Um, where where she put it? At? I just had it. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> she said like lame ass Aaron Freeman got the nerve to say we beat the Browns without Miles Garrett and Clowney. He tried to say the Browns is not a good team. Yeah, some some some. Goof, Some goofy from ESPN said the same damn thing. I don't know who the hell that was. Like, uh, but the Browns. Were,
0: I don't, I don't, this is the what, number one uh, rushing offense in the league. You want to run the defense a, in the league? I mean, they, they're I'm a top run defense, oh, but they're no, the number one oh, running team, and somehow it don't count. Like, huh? No. I I'm,
1: don't I'm, know. I'm like, because I'm looking at it like okay, if the Browns are one of the top 10 teams in this league, per se, by everybody, and you said the Falcons only beat them because they didn't have Miles Garrett or Jadavion Clowney, is that team really even worth the being that high if it's one player? I was about to say that. that like, you're still a better team than us because we're considered the worst the roster. Worst, we're league. the worst roster in football. So, and and I knew exactly when that game happened. If we was gonna win, that was the first thing that was gonna come that was out. Gonna no, be the first no. Yep. When when you have when you have Atlanta sports media, you got folks like Terrence Moore. You got Aaron Freeman. You got the Falcon Hall. You got these folks. They won but See, when you hear that, but. You know some
0: bullshit about the country My thing is, my, my <laughs> thing isn't just, all right, we beat the Cleveland uh, Cleveland Browns. My thing is, when we lose to teams we shouldn't be losing to, y'all say that we need to do better and just beat the, you know, beat up team. Well, the Falcons have had an issue for quite some time losing the team they shouldn't be losing, they're more talented to. So, on one hand, y'all want to say, all right, we need to beat the teams. What we supposed to beat? Where if I just say if, right? The Falcons with um, the Browns with uh, Clowney and um, just one blank with his name. Um, I don't know why I want to say Bradley Chubb, but the defensive player for uh, the Browns. If those guys play, why
2: they still should have been? Did they be on Garrett,
0: like, why 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 is it that that narrative don't, you know, stick for those? Why is it just the Atlanta Falcons? The Atlanta Falcons, that narrative only pertains to the Atlanta Falcons. You should beat the team that you're better than. They're clearly a better uh, roster. They clearly have a better roster than the Atlanta Falcons. On offense and the defense, the offensive line has been together for at least three years. Um, mm. You have the defensive line, good linebackers, a great secondary they have no reason to not beat the Atlanta Falcons when the Atlanta Falcons' passing game is still struggling right now. They haven't found yeah. their rhythm. You have a rookie wide receiver, a second-year tight end, uh, and Kyle Pitts. We have Felipe Franks, who is the third tight end, and uh, Parker Hesse, who is a career um, p- a practice squad tight end. Why in the hell did y'all not beat us? Those are the things that I'm talking about. So, Aaron Freeman, if you did say that. You you got some explaining to do. Tell me why. All right, please tell me why. All right, tell me why. Tell me why. why. Was, all all day. Day. tell me why. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I know what coming. me I was waiting for this time to get it. I <laughs> But tell you that to me that's all i want to know i just wanted to make it make sense you all want to say make it make sense make yeah, it make, make, it make, sense, make sense,
1: sense to me make it make sense yeah man so we're gonna go ahead and wind it down for the night <laughs> people man definitely good show um go ahead and do this right so you know we gotta we gotta hit you with the uh, We definitely appreciate everybody tuning in to the heavy hitters. We gave you the three keys. Um want not you go ahead, hit them subscribe buttons for everybody? Six Man K Styles, Mad Mike Sports, Jew Talk Sports. Make sure you leave your questions in comment sections. You can hit us up, Twitter, whatever. your questions. Hey man your questions can be part of this show. So y'all make sure y'all tune in tomorrow for Dirty Bird Thursday over on AFN. So, until next time, people. We ain't here to play. We here to stay. You ain't gotta go home.
0: What you got to get Get the deuces.